This episode of What's the Story Podcast is brought to you by Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Go to www.fitzpatrickcastle.com for more. On behalf of Mero and myself, I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to all our guests, listeners, subscribers, Facebook followers, Twitter followers, Instagram mots, session mots, Tinder matches, supporters in general, Gary Mackle, and of course, the Borda. Thank you for being there throughout 2017, for your continued support, and for downloading and listening in your thousands upon thousands upon thousands each and every week. We're trying to keep up with demand. We're trying to bring you new guests. We're trying to bring you new everything each and every week. So we hope that 2018 will continue to deliver for What's the Story podcast and for you guys. We'll keep providing the free funnies. You'll keep listening. Everybody wins. But we just want to say thank you. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And all the best for 2018. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be played. At Christmas time. Let him light. Let him banish me. I don't know how the words. <laughs> a plenty. Spread a Did you listen to the Christy Moore version of Fairy Tale that I asked you to listen to? My name's Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrill Merrigan. <laughs> And welcome to What's the Story? Ooh, yeah, it's our Christmas. Uh, happy Christmas Eve, Graham. Happy Christmas Eve, Dan. Um, you going to the pub tonight? Um, I might do, Graham. might even partake in one of those cringy sing-alongs that we talked about when we had Paul Howard on just <laughs> two weeks ago. You can check that out, lads, yeah. on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast, Public Podcast, anywhere and everywhere there's a podcast, just search for. WTS Pod. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to the Christy fairy tale? I did. I listened to it's a live one. I think it looked like it was from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's the one. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's goosebumps, man. Um, don't know if it quite got the goosebumps that you were talking about. I did enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, but um, I yeah, I, I it didn't it didn't live up to the standards you would paint it. But then, like that would be like if I described a YouTube song to you when you exactly, listen to yeah. it and enjoyed it, but you know you didn't come out with a rock hard direction. Yeah, because the I'm first listening to the YouTube album, I'm kind of really, but, but I'm gonna give it a loads of listens. Yeah, no, I have to say there's a couple of belters on that new YouTube album that I really, really like. I just um, feel that uh, music, the the bands that are we have to rely on. Yeah, are getting on a bit. They're just getting on a bit, and they're not creating classics anymore. I know, I know. Do you know where it is a classic or what is a classic though? Yeah. The Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Yeah. Now, it may seem as though I forgot to do a little plug at the start of this, lads. But I'm only two minutes in and I've managed to rein that shit back in real tight. Yeah. Real tight. Because we were just having a chat. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, look, over this festive period, you're probably going to feel lazy. A little bit lethargic. Mm. Probably the effort. Very lethargic. You've just put a lot of effort into a Christmas dinner and then a Stevens' Day dinner. You won't want to look at turkey again until Dustin is doing the panto. I love how people say Stevens's day. Stevens's day. Stevens day. So why not pop up to Fitzpatrick Castle and treat yourself to a dinner, a delicious dinner in Mappas Restaurant? Yes, do it. 
Check out the menu if it's patrickcastle.com. Plug done, Graham. Back to the conversation. What was the conversation? Something about music and bands just letting you oh, down. Oh, sorry. Um, we seem to... Joe Soap seems to rely on all the old bands yeah. in terms of going to see them live and, and stuff like that. But they don't really create anything new that are going, that you think... No, yeah. Like, like for example, like With or Without You or one or yeah. anything on act young baby well you see there, there's a couple of things to that one like and the, the thing that i'd always say is like first of all i, I think act young baby is the greatest album of all time mm. right um then what you've got though is you've got these kind of classics and you've got that whole thing of popularity plus time equals legendary mm. you don't really have the popularity anymore because mu- the music industry has changed and you certainly don't have the time factor mm. So even say like, even using you too because it's the easy to use because they're going for like forty years or whatever. Like if you take stuff like what was the album that like Vertigo and all was on? How to smell it, Tom Bomb. Yeah, how right? Like Vertigo is a kind of an upbeat, poppy, rocky kind of you know, but it's not like it's not going to be viewed the same way Sunday Bloody Sunday is viewed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, when they do it at a live show, the place does be hopping. Do you know what I mean? There's a song on How to Dismantle Atomic Bomb that I absolutely adore. City of Blinding Lights. No, and I can't even think of it now. Uh, it's it's a true story about their friend with the sickness. Miracle Drug. Oh my god. Miracle Drug is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Man. But they, like all this all Chris, the Christopher Nolan, I think was his name. Really? I think that's his name. That that's the story of the guy who uh, he basically had that kind of I don't know what the name of the syndrome is, it's like locked in syndrome, but it's mm. not. But then uh, he ba- they basically invented a thing. Was it he blinked or something? Or no, he could move. They got this drug where it let him move his neck like an inch, and they strapped the thing to his forehead and he type out unbelievable. Love, poems. I love the video to it as well. Yeah, but it, but what I find with U 2s last four or five albums is that the songs that I love they never really perform live. Like Miracle Drug, I don't think they perform live. They oh, I haven't seen it being performed live. They haven't done it in a long time. They did on the the tour for did that album. Oh really? But since then, now and no. I agree with you. That is an unbelievable song. And live, it was amazing. Like it's but a real chills down your spine kind of it's song. It's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. One of their songs they only they've performed once when that album was out. Yeah. Uh, Venice Queen. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. And it's like, just perform it live, lads. Yeah, yeah. It's always the way. Like it's all. And I've seen them recently indoors in the point, and uh, unbelievable yeah. indoors. Yeah. Well, that's. I think U two's tour this year is probably going to be indoors. Yeah. I think. Well, twenty eighteen. It's I think. five or six dates in the point, is it? Or Allegedly, that's it? that's what some people. But I think that's mostly because Crow Park is Taylor Swift and Michael Bublé, so they're not going to be down Croker. Michael Bublé, would you fucking get? Yeah, a I don't mind Bublé, man. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, the frost them in October and wheel them out. Yeah, <laughs> like no, we don't mind Bublé. Taylor Swift doing two nights. Yeah, she's doing two nights. Two nights in Kroger. What? Yeah. The f- where did that come from? One hundred sixty thousand people. Yeah, you're not happy with that. I can't say I'm really bothered, but nah, you'll just need to shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> but you're loving the new Utah album. I am. Gen- I'm really enjoying it. And in terms of two songs, I'm not happy with, but other than that, I really, really like it. In terms of like. So, in terms of the albums in the last two or three months, yeah, I've listened to, and I've only listened to YouTube's album once. Yeah, Noel Gallagher's album, which is which very good. I thought it was good, but it was underwhelmed. 
it was certainly a different sound. Yeah. Um, Liam Gallagher's album. Didn't like it. Which I liked. Did not like it one bit. Um, what's the other album? Oh, there's the Christy Live album, which I adore. Yeah. And then there's the Morrissey album, which... Nah, I wouldn't listen to that. It didn't... Like, there's one or two, but, like... Yeah. He's just... Well, he's playing now in the point in uh, February or March. Right. I can't, and my point is that I probably won't even get to hear the songs I want to hear him play. Yeah, but that's... Uh, I know exactly. And I think that's the thing. When you become somebody who's not just into the singles a mm. band really, or somebody you know what I mean you're not just into the mains like you start to go into like the, the album tracks and some of the b-sides even mm. like only for say the last maybe two or three concerts I've got to hear songs you two I've got to hear you two play songs I never thought I'd get them to hear really you know like uh, there's a song on Octone Baby called Ultraviolet oh yeah they played it when we went to see them yeah, yeah. and they played it on the 360 tour, I think it was. I can't remember the name of the album. It was a real shit album. Um, Do you know one of their worst songs they ever released? What? That fucking Sexy Boots. It, that, from that album. that Whatever album that was on. No Line on the Horizon, was it? Woeful album. But like, generally, when I listened to that, I was like, ah, they're fucking done. They're, like, they're, oh my God. I actually listened to... There was two good songs in that album. Two. Th- there's a song now lying on the horizon as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. I think I liked that song. That song and Breathe, I think, was the other one on that album I liked. But other than that, I thought it was shy. Get on your boots, your sexy boots. Oh, it was awful. I was thinking, are you fucking having a laugh here? Absolutely fucking awful. I remember, uh, was it, I can't remember, was it FM 104 that had like the the first play of that or something? And they played it. They played sex. What, there was a sexy boots? Get on your boots, like, get yeah. Get on your boots. I can't remember, was FM, I'm going to say FM 104, but I don't It's probably it was. Dave Fannin. He gets and the, the exclusive yeah. to all the Or was money. it? I, I can't remember where it was, but I, I seem to remember being Breakfast Radio anyway. Mm. And I remember listening, and I remember the song finished, and there was about like five seconds of dead air. And then the, the, the DJ that was on was trying to like be like, oh, wow. But like you could <laughs> no. tell, like that five seconds of dead air was clearly him looking at the producer going, what the, the fuck? Fu- it was horrific. And then. I'm like I, I go onto these YouTube forums and stuff just because like I'm a fanboy like hundred percent my fanboy mm. and there's people out there that are like YouTube obsessed like like I mean lovely lovely people don't go wrong some of them are lovely people and then some of them are they live in the real world mm. you know what I mean where like YouTube can do wrong would they and go would they go around the world watching them yeah some of them would yeah yeah and like fair play to them um but there's some that are like I mean. Like, like the Bono cannot do anything wrong. You two cannot do anything wrong. Everything they've ever produced, even their farts are number one hits. Like I'm talking, like, and it was all these things. Like, you need to listen to it on really good headphones to appreciate it. Like, oh, if, go if you're away. not, if you're not turning the volume up really loud, you're missing out on so many subtle, amazing sounds that are being created by this band. Like, don't just listen to it in your 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 phones, earphones, and think it's gonna be great. And I was like. Fuck off, good earphones, bad earphones, or the song is shit, the song is shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, Do you listen to any other, like, uh, any other albums, say, this year? Uh, no, this year has been kind of bad. I haven't, like, the Noel Gallagher one I listen to, um, because I, I like Noel. Liam I listen to out of curiosity. I never liked Liam Gallagher. Like, he was always reason that I kind of loved Oasis, but couldn't actually love them. Do you mm. know what I mean? I've grown to like him as I've got no, older. No, he fucking irritates me. Um... 
But yeah, no, this year I haven't really bothered with any albums or any music. I've. I think that's my point, though. Yeah, I actually, you know, this year I've actually gone into a lot of classical music. Like I've started listening to like orchestras and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Genius, I swear to God. <laughs> really, what was yeah, wrong with you? Listening to a lot of Pavarotti and all. I know Pavarotti's kind of, good. You know what I mean? Just listening to loads of that sort of stuff, opera and all, like loving it, like genuinely loving it. But just no interest. Remember in years ago, like for Christmas presents, you'd always be buying just stacks of albums. Yeah. You know, but, and again, it's, it's a digital age, it's the, the way we live now, we don't do it anymore. Pajo used to buy his uh, father albums, yeah, knowing that he wouldn't like them, and just Pajo will take them. Yeah, oh, that was the classic, the I think cla- he done that me dad a bit as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, Go down so. the golden discs? Johnny Cash, I remember getting me dad a couple, and my dad liked Johnny Cash, but like I knew he was never going to properly listen to it, and so at the time. Yoink, I spent yeah. that in pocket, me pocket money on that. Yeah, um, Pink Floyd. Knew me dad like Pink Floyd, so I'd occasionally get him something. I was like, I'll get to listen to that myself. Be grand. Do you know what my guilty pleasure is the last couple of months? Ew. Pink. Pink's amazing. I fucking love Pink. I haven't seen her live, and I am dying to see her live. Did you see? She performed a song coming down uh, Abseiling on a building. Yeah, did you ever see at her? the MTV Awards? Did you ever see her doing the like she does these like aerial acrobatics? Ah, she's unreal. And do you know what? She seems like just a bang on girl. Yeah, she was on Graham Norton. She was great crack. She told the story about getting Eminem, to, uh, getting to do a song with Eminem. Yeah, yeah. And she sent him this really long email. He just replied, going, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, she seems Or the time there. she asked Mary J. Blige, and she, Mary J. Blige just said no. Yeah. Straight yeah, to her face. Right now, yeah. Um, yeah, do you know what? Like, she... I, I put her and Imelda May in kind of the same bracket of just... They're just sound. Yeah. They just seem like they're sound people. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like... Actually, Imelda May's album this year I thought was quite good. I actually didn't listen to it. Um, it was a break away from that kind of rockabilly stuff, yeah. which is obviously what she wanted to I think do. She looks stunning. Know? Yeah, yeah, but I uh, really enjoyed her album. Um, Try to think who else. But yeah, back yeah. in the day, you'd just be buying loads of uh, albums oh, stop, on DVDs. Yeah. Now you don't really. Um, yeah. I used to go into HMV when I get paid, and I'd easily spend like 100, 150 quid on DVDs and CDs. But see, you and John I love that um, concept of collecting as well, don't you? Like collecting memorabilia. John, yeah, me- albums, no, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no, DVDs. I know what you mean. Like, John would be more so into it than I would, like, in terms of that stuff. Like, memorabilia, I, I, I love collecting. But, and then, as well as the U2 stuff, like, I've allowed the U2 stuff, but I, like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember we went into it? Oh, in the Pawn Stars. <laughs> the Pawn Stars, which are you two yeah, ever been? I think we've told that story a few times on this. Sorry. Sure. Look, it's Christmas. We'll share it again. Like, uh, Pawn Stars. I haven't watched an episode of Pawn so Stars. So we literally got off the flight. Yeah. And said, got sure, changed. Look, we'll head down to the Pawn Star shop yeah. for something to do. Taxi driver didn't know where the bleeding hell yeah. was. It's in the middle of nowhere, right? The, the, the TV show makes it seem like it's in the heart of Vegas. It's not. It's in Shantytown in Vegas, right? And it's heat. near the Little White Chapel, the original. Is it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, man. He was, was 39 degrees. And I said, you know what? For the crack, we're heading down to Ponce there. I knew we were going to be going. So I brought, I've YouTube done a song called Homie Trail Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me for a Batman. Great film. song. They don't play yeah. it though. Yeah, I've only heard them play it once. I've seen YouTube about 15, 20 times live, and I've only ever heard them play it once. I can love that song. Anyway. So I have that sign by Bono on the edge, and Bono drew a little Batman thing on it and signed as Bat Bono. And did you were you there when he signed it? Or did yeah, you yeah, it? yeah, oh, yeah, deadly. So I was like, Do you know what? I'll bring that because that's unique and it's kind of cool. And the fact that it's like a single on vinyl for the soundtrack of a movie. All right, okay, yeah, I'll bring that then, right? So we we head down and uh, we walk into the shop and like it's a little dingy kip. Mm. It is genuinely tiny. a thing. It is tiny. Like on the TV shot, it seems huge. Nah, you wouldn't swing a cannon. 
It is a dingy kip that smelled. And people were queuing to get photos of cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts of the lads, yeah, Chumley and like. We just got a photo of John O'Murray for that. <laughs> and, uh, I remember uh, your face when you queued. Oh, man. So I walk up to the counter and uh, I says, your man, I want to try sell this. And your man looks at it and he just goes, okay. And I knew then I was in for it because just a sigh and, uh, okay, this isn't like the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, you don't come in and we don't just look at it and get somebody to appraise it and it doesn't do it. I'm like, that's exactly what the TV show is. What yeah. are you talking about? She told me I had to get like this certificate of authenticity and all this. And I'm like, the amount of people on the TV show who come in, they don't have any of that. Like, How would you get that though? You'd have to either bring it to a place or send it to like there's companies that specialize in it. And you'd have to pay them to do it and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I have a photo of me standing beside Bono as he fucking signs it. Like, do you know what I mean? But anyway. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what's left a sour taste to me. That was then. hilarious. And then we had to try and trek back to the hotel with no taxis because we're in Shantytown. We went down to the uh, stratosphere, I think we got one. I think, yeah, we got close to this. Cause, and I wouldn't mind, it looked real close. But the, the more we fucking headed towards, we were like, this is real far. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, awful. Um, yeah. Pawn stars, frauds. Fraudsters. There's loads of wrestling memorabilia in there as well. Hulk yeah, Hogan stuff was, yeah, and yeah. Ric Flair stuff. Speaking of Ric Flair. Nice um, segue, Graham. The, did you watch the... ESPN for 30 for 30? 30 for 30. Yeah, I loved it. It was unreal, wasn't it? Loved it. Um, Very emotional. I didn't want it to end. Yeah, when I, when I, like, I kind of get the sense it was wrapping up and I was like, what? No. Yeah. No. But loved all the old footage. Loved, like, just the, the recap of him talking about some of the matches. Loved yeah. him talking about, like, the Hulk Hogan thing. I loved the way Hulk Hogan even was, was talking about Ric Flair and, on yeah. and all that. Like, um, And I suppose... Like the Hogan Flair, the real the, when they were at the height of their their powers, I was probably maybe seven or eight years old, so I probably like. But see, we were all Hogan because we didn't have Flair. On I was gonna say, yeah, we didn't have. That's what I was gonna say. We were seven or eight, and I had heard like I had heard of Ric Flair, but I'd no real appreciation of who or what he was. Mm. But watching this, like you get that, and you're like, holy shit, Flair was a baller. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Before that, I didn't. Like before watching this, I knew he was big, but I didn't get why he was big. It was mad that, that he you went r- really in depth into his adultery and all that. Yeah, that really surprised like he me. Like he just couldn't be trusted. Yeah, and like how many how many girls did you sleep with, Rick? <sighs> ten thousand. He actually said ten thousand. Yeah, and it, like I wouldn't mind, but you're kind of like going there, like oh, he's going for a year. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But I was their accountant saying, like. If you did one, if you were with one girl a night for a year, it's 365 women. Yeah, so you were only doing one per night. <laughs> and he's saying 10,000. Yeah. It's like, come on, that has to be exaggeration. But well, it was, it how, was long is he, how long is he going? Since, I think, the late 70s, maybe. Right, so As look, consistently. Well, look. Late 70s to if he was doing one, If he was doing one a day, in three years he'd have done it over a thousand. You know yeah. what I mean? So... And there's no way he, he's probably doing more than Just saying. one a day. Like the mat's quite possibly he. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'd lo- I love that. that I'm, not, I'm not condoning it. It's not a good thing. It's not, you know. I loved that uh, style of documentary though. Yeah. That ESPN do. They're, so, they're, good, they're so good. And I'd love to see more on WWE wrestlers. The pro wrestling world. Like general. HBO are coming out with one on Andre the Giant. Yeah, you were telling me about that. And it's a joint yeah. production with WWE, so it is like yeah. you'll get all the footage. Well, I thought the this is the XFL was a little bit disappointing. Yeah. 
It was good, but not great. The flare one I thought was really good. But that was 30 for 30. Did you ever see... The, this uh, is the XFL one, though. Some of the footage... When when they were shitting themselves about the ratings... Yeah. After yeah. the first week. And then Vince kind of took over the production value. Yeah. And then was treating it like Monday Night Raw. I thought yeah, some of that yeah. was... I thought it was interesting. But well, the XFL ultimately was an absolute disaster. Oh, it was a disaster. Ridiculous. Jim, a ridiculous concept. I enjoyed Jim Ross kind of talking about the whole... And like saying like... Anna the cook around... Did went wrong, wrong yeah like the, the generator the, went and the all the generator went there was no diesel in it the truck going down there was all no fans kind of stuff, like but um yeah like those 30 for 30s man have you ever watched catching hell don't think so catching hell is unbelievable and no mass are they, they still on bt i think sometimes they do get shown on it but they're yeah. not called 30 for 30 though so it's really hard to find them oh, i don't know actually yeah maybe they give them the actual episode name like catching hell yeah or like i no think mass they do yeah um, What's Catching Hell? Catching Hell. I can't remember what base, but I think it was it is it Chicago the Cubs, wasn't it? I can't remember. Um, but it's about this baseball team that basically are apparently cursed, and they haven't won a World Series in like forty or fifty years or whatever. And um, they're one home run away from getting to the World Series final, and your man hits what looks like it's going to be a home run. Fan leans over the barrier to catch it, which in baseball happens all the time. And I'm sorry, they they had to if they struck out one of the opposition players, they were in the final or whatever. Fan sticks his hand out to catch the ball, which would have been your man out or whatever. Your man's about to catch it from the cob stain, and uh, his arm and the player's arm collide. The ball falls to the ground. Your man makes a run, and that just turns the entire thing around, and and they get they lose the game. But he becomes, like, an enemy of the state, essentially. Oh, my goodness. He starts getting death threats, all this. Like, his face gets put up on the big screen. The whole crowd start going mad. Like, police have to escort him out of the grounds. He becomes the symbol of, like, the curse. Mad shit. Like, it's just mad. I'm not the only... I haven't watched it in about four or five years. I'm not Did the you watch the one about ball. Kurt Russell's father and the baseball team? The Battered Bastards of Baseball. Yeah. yeah really was that 30 that. for 30? No, that was oh, a separate shit. joke. Sorry, uh, I thought that was 30 for 30. No, yeah, Grant. The other one that's really good is the Marinovich one. The Marinovich Project. Have you ever heard of that? No. The Marinovich something. The Marinovich family are this family that developed like... Well, the what family? Marinovich. Um, just these training techniques. BJ Penn trained with them for a while. Um, do you know this whole thing of like... Do you ever see this footage of BJ Penn where he's like standing in a swimming pool and he has to jump yeah, out yeah, of the swimming yeah, pool? Yeah, all yeah. That. yeah, that's all with the Marinoviches. Like and uh, it was just this dad who really wanted to push his son thinking his son would be this world class athlete and everything about him was shaping up to be that like he got signed to the NFL I think he was the the Heisman Heisman Trophy I think it's right. called where like yeah, yeah, college players yeah. get recognised OJ got it yeah I, I'm almost certain he got that but he turned out to be the biggest flop ever just drinking drugs to go over his life no way mad story well worth watching um, no mass is unbelievable that's the Roberto Duran fight the famous no mass yeah unbelievable there's just so many of them just, just deadly like I'd love to like they, they do the 30 for 30 podcasts but I'd love to have kind of easy access to just the whole library yeah no, if because you can, he can't find it and like you said I think BT or ESPN when they're playing them they just yeah. they call it the title as opposed to 30 for 30 yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah look it's mad like I know it's kind of sport heavy but even if you don't like sport like Oxana watched the Ric Flair one with me 
And she, you've watched it twice, haven't you? I watched it about three times now. Have you? I love it. And she hates wrestling. She's no time for wrestling. How cool did The Undertaker come across? Like an absolute hero. Didn't he? Oh my God, man, yeah. And the production team tweeted saying, like he, by the way, yeah. The Undertaker is the greatest man ever. Just so cool. Like, he just had cookies and, and tea and coffee. Yeah. For like, but he, he rarely speaks like out of character. So I know, speak. yeah, that's why it was really, and I think he, he makes exceptions for, yeah, for legends. For legends, like, yeah. and like, because he's one of the ones that does not break kayfabe. Never. Very, like, he's, you know what I mean? He yeah. is what he is, like. And he's kind of old school in his thought as well. There's not the whole thing about mm. him putting Lesnar over and all that, yeah. like. Um, but apparently he didn't know about that. I've heard so many different stories about it. Mm. I think Vince made the decision just before they went out. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I'd heard so many, because him and Lesnar had he previously, like, real he. Apparently they didn't, though. Oh, you see, I don't know. I love the Paul Heyman story. Did you ever hear Paul Heyman talking about it? No. And he's like, he's like, there are four people that know what really happened. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's one of them. Vince McMahon is one of them. I'm one of them. And The Undertaker's one of them. Yeah. And he's like, we know what really went down. But let's say the rumours are true. I did see that. It was brilliant. And he, yeah. <laughs> and just, like, it's Paul, Paul Actually, do you know what? On the 600 there, was it last week, we were asking who my dream guest would be? Yeah. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman, man. Yeah. He's just amazing, like. But just the way he tells that story about uh, Lesnar beating Taker. And he's like, what if Lesnar did decide, fuck it, I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he decided to drop the Undertaker on his head. Who's going to stop him? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the way yeah. he tells it is but just... there's oh. the WWE on their on their network. They do these 24 series yeah. uh, documentaries. It's kind of similar to the 30, 30 for 30 style. And they did one, I think it was the year after the streak was over. Yeah. I might have been yeah, it was the year after. And backstage you just see Lesnar going up to uh Taker before Taker's match. He's like, You ready? You wanna steal the show? And Taker's like, Yeah. The two of them are just like buddies, you know. I yeah. think all that was like the whole thing with Taker in the audience at UFC and Ariel Hawani yeah, interviewing yeah, yeah. him straight after Lesnar's defeat. I think that was all kayfabe. I think that Do was you think? Yeah, I think that was just to set something up. Because the rumours that they weren't talking was they were saying that Brock went off with his ex-wife Sarah, but I don't yeah. think that I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, I, I think it's know, just like, all to tell stories and to plant seeds and to make the whole uh, match bigger because you know Ronda Rousey has signed up with WWE. Yeah, I read yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it mad how we started talking about Christmas and we went off on tangents about <laughs> what we like? I know. Yeah. Very festive this. In terms of Christmas, Dan, I yeah. just want to ask you a question before we do go because I think we're more. Yeah, we're only time. doing a short one because it's Christmas. You don't need to be listening to us. Left. Um, with Joe and Oxani, how long are you going out now? Uh, just over seven years, my man. Just over seven years. So seven years. This your seventh Christmas. Uh, possibly eight Christmas. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact. Uh, you're gonna get me in trouble here. No, yeah. but my, I suppose what I'm getting at is couples and expenditure for each other's gifts or present or presents oh, or Christmas. Yeah. Like, does it go OTT? In the early days, I think it does. Yeah. In the early days, I think everybody's looking to, but once you get all that initial excitement and you start to, that thing where you, where you just become embedded in each other's lives and nine times out of ten, you want to stab them in the face, but <laughs> you don't stab them in the face and that's how you know you love them. Yeah. So, I mean, when you get to that point, I think you'd you, you settle for an airport so it's tobled around it's and just <laughs> an hour's peace and quiet. So, the first, the first second Christmas go wild. I think so, yeah. 
Yeah, I think what, what's well? Do you put a budget on it? Or do you do you acknowledge the budget or no? No, do I you do now? So. Now, yeah, now <laughs> we're just kind of like, look, look, we've got so many adult things to be doing that we need to actually be grown up and responsible here. Let's just set a cap on it and just be done with it. Because we but, know we're going to see a lot of uh, my fella did better than your fella on Facebook. Oh yeah, are the engage the Christmas engagements? Didn't see many last year. Um. I don't think not, not that I've acting against If that's what you do at Christmas That's what you do But everybody knows Anybody who gets engaged at Christmas It's just because they couldn't think of a present <laughs> Yeah You know what I mean lads Come on Be original If you're going to get them a ring Get them a present to go with it Because an engagement That is not a Christmas present No Just calling you out lads <laughs> I wouldn't pop the question at Christmas I don't think Nah me neither but Like it You know A nod day in the summer Yeah That's exactly what I did actually you did it in New York, did you not? No, we did not. No, we done it at home. Well, not at home. We done it in Russia County Leash. Did you? Yeah, down in Emo Park, feeding swans. What did I think? Pop oh, plate. your brother did it in Vegas. He did. John done it in Vegas. Yeah. Now we done it in Emo down in Leash, feeding swans. Popped a question, put the ring on the finger, went back to feeding the swans. Did you go on your bad knee? She wouldn't let me. There was people around. She's like, get up your tick, get up your tick, get up your tick. <laughs> but I was gone. Like I was, I was like, my knee is able for it. I'm, I'm right. I've been, I've been in training. <laughs> the, the knee is feeling good It's stronger I'll be able for this But yeah so then she got on And then I was like Right we've got half a batch loaf here Come on we finish feeding the swans <laughs> So we did <laughs> But you're engaged Yeah I'm engaged now Yeah Yeah um, Yeah no I think in the early days No yeah. No you just go all out Because you want to prove That you're into them or whatever like, Yeah 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 like, Oh my god look how good we are And look how amazing our life could be And oh my god And then you get in a couple of years And you're like uh, Listen I have a book of KFC vouchers Do you want that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in a card Cards I don't like doing cards man I hate cards I don't even think I like receiving them I just think they're dust collectors They are They're a waste to society They are Come on lads Be sustainable Just A heartfelt message With a present Will do You know what I mean Tell them to their fate Don't put it in a card Don't write love you in a card so give them a hug, tell them you love them, and give them the shagging present. That's not just for significant <laughs> others, that's for your ma, your dad, your brother, your sister, your neighbour, whoever it is. Do you buy your neighbour on? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Well, I don't practice what I preach, I just like to preach the moral high ground. Yeah, you know I mean? the usual. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I have no conviction in the things I say, right? <laughs> this podcast will not hold me accountable to those words either. It holds me all the time and people are saying to me, oh, what did you say that for? And I can't remember what I, know, I said. See, that's because you're, a, you're a, 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 a high member of society. I'm just a low. <laughs> not a high member Pe- of society. People do not expect anything from me, but they expect things from you. You're a leader, you're a leader in the community, Grant. Stop it, stop it. I'm are we out of time? No, we've got three more minutes where I can abuse you here. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite? We'll wrap up on this. What's your favourite Christmas thing? What's your favourite thing about Christmas? Um, Besides the dinner. Lazing and no time. Like, you're not on a time timer yeah. for anything. You didn't put that in your Tesco ad. No, I didn't know. That's because the Tesco ad was saying thanks. Yeah, would you not say thanks for allowing me to lay around while you do all the work, Granny and Granda? Yeah, I pretty much did. <laughs> <laughs> I love being up with Granny and Granda for Christmas yeah. Day dinner as well. No, I do. I like what do you love? I, I agree with you. I like the whole clocks don't exist. And I love that there's always a film on terrestrial television. Die Hard. Yeah. That oh, is the best Christmas movie. Christmas movie. And I won't have followed closely by Jingle All the Way and the Polar Express. Oh, I haven't watched Polar Express. Oh, I'd watch it this year. 
I will watch it this year. Watch it this year. I love yeah. the, the uh, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons. Yeah, that's a Chevy classic. Chevy Chase. Yeah. But Die Hard is just sensational. Yeah, and I'm sure we talked about this last week when Suzanne came. Yeah, we'll, we won't <laughs> talk about it again. <laughs> oh, let's do the maths there. We recorded this before. Oh. Anyway, look, Christmas dinner is probably... I love a bit of Christmas dinner, man. Mm. I also love just the fact that you're picking at chocolate for about seven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's just loads you know of chocolate mean? in your gaff. The loads of, of deodorants and oh, shower gels to do, you, you. to do you till April. I, I don't know what it is about Christmas, but something something makes people go mad for the Lynx Africa sets. Gen's are after putting up a white Christmas tree for the second year in a row. Not sure how I feel about that. No. Gen's are. I know. Don't know. Don't know I, what she's doing. Yeah. I've seen a black Christmas tree in a cafe. Black, black, yeah. Now, it, like I have to say, it looked cool, but no, no, I'm not into that now. It's greener. Do you get real or fake? Fake. Yeah. Ah, not not into that real stuff. Do you ever see them test those like a real tree going on fire? If yeah, it's dehydrated? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother of God. Jeez, it goes up like fucking that. Nads, if you if you have a real tree, genuinely, I'm not taking a piss here. If you have a real tree, make sure there's water there for it to be hydrated. It's fucking. I didn't know you had the water. Put it in water. Oh my God, like. I, I was terrified. Like, it's I'm been never years real. since I've. It's been we never got one in in Glenavon. Um, when I lived yeah. in Whiteville, we got one in the early days. I think I think we've maybe in all the years I'm going, I think we've maybe had two real trees. I like the idea of going out and picking a real tree, but it's just not ah, really effort, practical, isn't it? Effort, anyway, anyway, look, people want their their Christmas naps on their days where time does not exist. Exactly. And if you're in the service industry and you're out there. You know, providing thank service you. to people. Thank, no, genuinely, thank you. Fair play to you. Um, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Are you on an extended break, Danny? I am, I am on. Yeah, an extended break. It's great. How long are you on? Uh, I'm not back to work until the 8th of January. Oh, lovely. So I'm I'm living the dream. Plenty of PlayStation, plenty of box sets, plenty of movies, plenty of Cleo wrestles. I'm living the dream, Grant. Go do you buy Cleo something? Every year. What do you get her? I have to be a little bit careful because she's diabetic and she's old and she's in the winter of her years, you know? Yeah. But she, she'll get a Christmas tree, yeah. So, anyway, time to go. We're out of time. We're out of time. So, it's uh, WTS pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict. Anywhere and everywhere there's a podcast. Mero, just search for WTS pod. I'm at Dan Joe Murray. He's at America Mania. We're rushing the ending. We're sorry. The Christmas dinner is waiting. Lads. Thank you for everything, for listening and for coming to the live shows and supporting everything. But until next week. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Look. <laughs>